bloody love. Fantasy football. Hello and welcome back to the I Bloody Love Fantasy Football Podcast with me, Paddy Stapleton. And me, Robbie Keane. And this week's episode is called Fill Your Boots, after the one and only Phil Foden scored a hat-trick away to Brentford. It doesn't even look like a footballer, does he? On Monday night. You don't I, like him because no, he didn't have him. I just, but no, because I don't like him because when I do have him, he does nothing. And when I don't have him, he always does something. I was this close. I was so close to getting rid of him and bringing in De Bruyne. And I just made my transfer, I brought in Rashford, and I just said, you know what, I'm going to leave it at that, because I'll save my transfers, don't want to cost myself points, and if it works, it works, if I've, no, I've nothing to lose, and was now the happy man. Well, you're right, because again this week I did an extra transfer. It did nothing for you. And again, it cost me 10 points, 12 points. And it's like that, and I said it earlier on the season, but being patient, sometimes, you know, you play it best when you do nothing at all. Yeah. And, and you know two what? weekends in a row now, I've gone for the extra transfer, hoping, being greedy, trying to be smart, and it's cost me 32 points. It was actually last week's episode that made me stop from doing the transfer, because we talked about Pickford, and how I had him at the start, and I couldn't wait to get rid of him, and patience, and patience, and patience, he was the highest. And I just said, you know what, I'm going to be patient. City have a good run, there's a double good game week coming, if I'm going to get rid of someone, I'll get rid of somebody else, but I wanted to get Rashford in, because I thought he might do something. And the patience paid off, so maybe it's the lesson to take. It is. Like, if I had been patient and just held Saka. Yeah. Like, I took a minus four to bring Alisa in. Who got it? Came off the bench, got I injured. got ten minutes, got injured, and I got rid of Saka. That's just... It was a, it was a gamble I took. Like, it was... A, it was a, and, like, the two transfers that came in went off injured. But that's your, that's <laughs> your, 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 your tactics now, isn't it, going for... Yeah, it is. Yeah. And you were lucky. I mean, I thought Gordon was a great one. He still got you four points. Yeah. But with, oh, he, with oh, Isaac and Wilson injured. It was, it was just now with them being injured. It's just unfortunate... But like that, I just said I was taking a hit on Saka and then he, of course he scored. And what was your score in the end? 81 minus 4, so 77. It was going well until... So the exact Hogan. same as me and I was delighted with mine. I know, but, but see, I was looking at in relation to the leagues. Now, in, in yeah, saying you're, that, you're looking up not down at me. No, I, I am doing a thing and I was happy enough because I'm not even looking at green arrows. Each week I look at the leader of the league and if I score higher than the leader, that means I've closed the gap. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking at doing each week. And if I could just keep doing that and see see where it takes me. Well, I had 77, <laughs> which I think is possibly my best score of the year. But it was laced with disappointment. I mean, I've got yeah, first substitute, 16 points. Brandwood, 8 points. Maguire, 6 points. Gusto got nothing. Gabriel, minus 1. Uh, yeah. If I had a captain, Pat Foden or Watkins, if I had a starter, Garnacho or Brandwood, I'd be up there among the highest in the world. I'd be up on 100 and... Let me see, 77... I'd be up on 130, 140 points and the that highest is, was 142. That's a hell of a score, yeah. But <clears> not to be because I didn't start any of them. Because um, I look at like, and I think I, I was going to bring in, I know I brought in Gordon and Olise, but I did look at bringing in um, Trippier for Paro because Paro was going to be having a blank game week. I was looking at bringing Trippier for Paro and um, I would have left Gordon then and I was thinking yeah, it's all ifs and I know but th- this season there's so much choice there is always going to be that what yeah. ifs there's no real obvious things like to we do. spoke at the start of the season <coughs> the strikers were limited you were limited to really Haaland and Watkins now you have Tony Hoyland Solanke Gabriel Charlison Adeboy all these players yeah. like there's differentials there and they seem to come out of the Norwalk in the past Cunha out of the water. Cunha yeah there's, there's any amount of choice. Like, I was looking there at the league I'm in, that ballers one, yeah. and it gave me hope because Darren there this week, he had an unbelievable score, and he had 100 and 
112, I think he had. Yeah, but like he captain Watkins wasn't, and like it's not a bad shot against Sheffield United. They've conceded the most goals. It isn't, but with Villa's away record and captaincy, if you got points out of your captain this week, well done. Because I went with Hall, I went Rashford, and he did nothing. A lot of people went for Haaland. You got ten points. It's only four more than Rashford, and Rashford did nothing. You looked at like I captained Garnacho last week at home. Oh, we did nothing. That's really and this annoying, week I put yeah. him on the bench. When you do see that, the second week, <laughs> yeah, it's so frustrating. It's very frustrating. That's as well. why we love and hate this game. Right, let's go suck in. Your weekend started off actually pretty well. You had two goals from Richarlison on the opening game. Oh, great start! So I was texting you. The comeback is on. I was yeah. delighted with my start. Power even, with him. even Madison got an assist. Didn't annoy you. It didn't annoy me, but he is, but I just become one of them annoying players. Yeah, and one, one of your things was Richardson never gets the bonus points. And so he said, so who's listening to you? He got three. He got this. Well, he had to. He scored the two goals. Yeah. I'm really starting to think Paro is very overpriced and very overrated. Really? Even with the level that he's at? Well, 5.8 million, but like his highest score has been eight points. Yeah, but he's consistent. Mm, and Spurs don't keep that many clean sheets. Uh, like, like with the, the second <clears> highest in the league. With the, with the blank, blank coming up, I'll be getting rid of him pretty soon. Yeah, I had Bradsville, of course, on the bench, and of course, pops up with his first goal of the season. Brighton are a bit of a roller coaster, aren't they? Yeah. They lose big, they win big. Pascal goes, there's nothing for a while, he gets two assists. Joe Pedro scores again. Don't think it was a penalty this time, was it? Joe Pedro, no, it wasn't. <clears throat> a few goals he scored. Penalty. Having penalties, yeah. Like, I know you brought in, what's his name from Palace? And, Olise. But they seem to be a team to avoid, they're on the way down. I, they're a team that any time I touched them, They'd let me down. Yeah, but I mean, Eze and Olise last week seemed to be in a bit of a flip. <coughs> not following it up. Well, Eze was injured and Olise was out. So he played 10 minutes. Then when the two of them play together, they make they transform that Palace team. Yeah, but I think they've only played together three yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. that's exactly it. Uh, Burnley Fulham. Fofana. Two goals. Andreas, another assist. Yeah. But again, there's another fella, Fofana, that you haven't, it just comes out of nowhere, you know? Yeah, how can you pick him? Yeah, how can you? But he's a forward playing, but like, yeah, it's very hard. Like Then the game of the week, I was at my little girl's friend's fourth birthday party at the weekend. I was keeping an eye on this and I saw the scores coming in. I think it was, was it 4-1 to Luton at one stage? 4-2. 4-2, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Adam Ayo again. Longstaff scoring two. Trippier scored. So he's, Trippier seems to come back into form. Harvey Barnes is back, one to watch out for. Morris, Ogbene. Ogbene had a great game. Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley is having an unbelievable and season. nobody has him. No, and you know what? I, I've watched him a few times this season. He's impressive. Yeah. He's an impressive footballer. And like we, we've talked about it a few times here, how good Luton have been. But if you look at the last year, right? The team had come up, Burnley, they waltzed that league. And um, we're proud of this year. And like Luton got into the playoffs. Sheffield United, you know, came up comfortably. Do you think it's they expect maybe <clears throat> to be better than they are? I don't know if they tried to change their style, but Luton aren't trying to be anything they're not. Yeah. They, 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 know, they, they didn't go spending stupid amounts of money. They've said, you know what, whatever money we make from the Premier League, that's going to make us sustainable, even if we get relegated. And let's have a go. <laughs> and they're just doing a brilliant job with it. And I have to say, they're very likable. Like, their ground is amazing. They are likable, yeah. It's like a throwback to all the things. Rob Edwards is just doing a, ph- a phenomenal job, yeah. and he's getting a tune out of some of them players. Arthur Doughty won to watch now. His double game week is uh, Liverpool and United, so hard job. That but one. then he's got a double game week in 29 as well. 28. Yeah, so is he one to bring in? I was looking at him or Adebayo. Yeah, but like in their last few games, four goals scored against Newcastle, four goals scored by Brighton, one against Burnley, then two against Chelsea, three against Sheffield. Like they're scoring goals. They're conceding, but they're scoring goals. Yeah. So maybe get in a little cheap differential in there. Oh, there's loads of differentials. That, that's not an issue. There's loads. 
Nearly too many. A stupid was given the assist in the Brighton game. Did you see that? And no, it was taken I didn't off see it. Him. It was given to him first and then it was taken off. Why was he taken off him? They gave it to Welbeck. I think Welbeck, he crossed it and Welbeck got a flick. They didn't think he did. And then he did. Yeah. Moreno let you down last week. Uh, but returned in spades this week. Villa he's five, just, Sheffield United. He's, he's just one of them consistent players. He just gets forward so much that... Like, he should have scored two weeks ago. That was this. Remember the goal that was disallowed where it was yep. a very close call for offside? Yeah. He's 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 just like I think he's he, he's mustard. He's very good. Very low ownership. Watkins. I spoke last week about possibly getting rid of Watkins, bringing Solanke for the double game week. What was I talking about? Yeah. Three assists, goal, bonus points. Does see Watkins has that in him? He holds. Yeah. Even if he goes two or three game weeks, he's worth no. holding on to. He was. He's just. They're the players. You want players who are going to hold. Yeah. So that they you can afford to carry them the one or two game yeah. weeks they don't. Because you know when they explode, they'll explode and yeah. give you big returns. Bournemouth won, Forest won, not a whole lot to talk about here. He's got their Solanke blanked, a lot of people had him. That's it, really. There, I am looking at Bournemouth and I'm looking at the likes of players who have got big points from the past that might have been gone forgotten now with their double, double game coming out. Like Tavernier, like Sinister. Tavernier, yeah. There's a lot who are going to be all over. Neto. Um, all over um, Solanke. You know, everyone's going to have him. There'll be talk to triple captain Solanke with his double game week, Luton and Sheffield United. But I think if you look, there could be a hidden gem there in Bournemouth. And that's what I'll be looking for. I will be looking at getting some for Bournemouth, but I don't think it's going to be Solanke. I think really? I think it, I want to take a chance. Is this going <laughs> with your trying to get your differentials? Yeah, like everyone's going to have him. Yeah. So I have to hope he blanks, and that's the game I play, and hope maybe Tavernier or a Sinistera or you know one of their players, the wing backs or someone. I can if I can find a player, a Neto, you it know, Cook, something like that. Chelsea two moves <clears> four. I told you you were crazy, captain and. Uh, Palmer. Palmer, next thing he scored in the first... I was I was thinking, get another one here yeah. now, I'm laughing. What did you get from? Just, he only got the eight points. Oh, so he got one bonus. So you got 16? Yeah. Most people captained... Haaland. Haaland, 10. 10 points, so you're making points in there. Tri- three points, right? Cunha. Yeah, he keeps doing it. He keeps doing it. Mm. The options are so good at, at, in, in the striking positions. But he's turned it on. Like I remember hearing last year that he was a great player and he couldn't finish, and he can certainly finish now. And Chelsea are just a basket case. It's hilarious. Yeah. And Gary O'Neill. I know you were talking about the Luton manager. Gary O'Neill must be the manager of the season. Didn't he? But Bournemouth sacked him. Bournemouth got rid of him to bring yeah. in your man uh, that's with them now. Yeah. He joined Wolves a couple of days before the season started. No pre-season because Lapetega left. Yeah. I had them tip for relegation. And look at them now. They're playing great football as well. And they're putting it up to teams. <laughs> I mean, unlucky to lose to United in the end. Like, United's... Win actually looks a lot better. City, Spurs, Chelsea all lost at Wolves. So the United result is looking better. And they're just... And they're, you, you say Chelsea are a basket case. They're 2-0 up in Villa at the minute. The FA Cup. The FA Cup, yeah. But there's Villa probably concentrating on Champions League. I don't know. That FA Cup is an opportunity of a trophy. And I think... But, the there's, cup, but that's proving my point. Chelsea are a basket case. Yeah. They're going to lose to Wolves at home when they're beating Villa and one of the better teams but, in the league. But, but, but Villa should be looking at winning that trophy, like. Like it's an opportunity for them and trophies ultimately a team like Villa can't be turned their nose up at any trophy for it. I could never understand why mid-table teams who had no hope of relegation and no <laughs> hope of doing that wouldn't go all out but even, even Villa there right, right they have a chance of the Champions League but that they, they can, should still be taking that FA Cup seriously Yeah, and I'm not buying that as an excuse because that's a chance of a, of a cup like yeah but then maybe they are taking seriously and Chelsea are just playing better then next game possibly the most surprising score I've seen in a long time a comfortable Man United win. 3-0. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was sitting at home watching it. Playing good stuff. Playing good stuff. Hoyland scored a cracker. Oh, that was a beautiful goal from Hoyland. Oh, it was gorgeous. The little shoulder. Yeah. 
and Berda. He's, he's very, starting to show a bit, isn't he's he? He's very likeable. He's very likeable. Then you had Garnacho sitting on my bench, two goals, all the bonus points. But it's, isn't it mad there that you've got, like, there's young, hungry players out to prove themselves. Yeah. Not coming in on these, like, Sancho or these players. Well, imagine Hoyland isn't coming in on cheap wages at the same time. But he's, he's still a 70 million player. He's still not coming in on the mad money Sancho was yeah. or like that. And I think he's got a point to prove as well. He's hungry. Like, you've got Garnacho there, uh, Mainu. These young players, that's what you want. Hunger. I have to say, I loved Holland's celebration because it was so bad with the playing the guitar on his leg. Oh, yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, he needs to walk on that. He needs to get a dart celebration or something yeah. like that. All the, you know, the, the players who've achieved things do. Um, one downside, Martinez, who makes such a huge difference, gone. He's gone, yeah. And there's such a better, he inspires everybody around him. He's a great tackler. He's aggressive. He's like, you see him geeing them all up. And to see him going off, I was like, finally things are starting to go right again. Casemiro in beside Kobe Manu or Kobe Manu. He's been a breakout star. Yeah, and Garnacho. You said you said Garnacho. This was the season, and he's starting to prove you right. Yeah, and yeah, I said leave him on the bench. <coughs> so yeah. I know last week you said you were going to be watching this game from behind the couch. Arsenal three, Liverpool one. What's your verdict? God, Liverpool bad, very bad. And this happens from time to time. And I don't know. Like there's part of that. There's that side of Klopp that I'm not going to miss. Why did he drop down? I've no idea. Like Darwin is, he's chaotic. I, I, he's frustrating. He's but he's a presence. Like Liverpool, Gakpo, you didn't even know. Liverpool was there. have lost four games this season, and they're the four games Darwin didn't start. Really? But I don't know. I, I was just disappointed because I like watching him because you can either laugh at him or you can go, he's brilliant. He, but look, Gakpo is he could be a nice player, but with Nunes, what he does, he creates space and chaos, and Yota thrives in that space. Yeah, he creates the kind of chaos. That would have caused what happened with Virgil Van Dijk and Allison. Yeah, like you wouldn't have. That's the kind of thing he makes people do because they don't know what the hell he's going to do. Uh, Martinelli tortured. Now they missed him early. I, I know it's early, but they missed him. Well, the, I said from the, the first ten minutes that game. I think Trent. If you look at that, look back on it. Van Dijk and Canati were looking. Do I have to cover Trent? Do I not have to cover Trent? Because there's confusion. Trent, you don't know where he's going to be. It's like, and it comes back to that point you made earlier in the season about Skull saying he couldn't play with a Fernandez. Because yeah. as good as Fernandez is, you wanted someone where you knew where they were going to yeah. be. At least if you know what you're right back, they're right back. But Trent, you don't know where he's going to be. Yeah. Like early on, the chance that Saka missed the header, Trent went missing. And next thing, Martinelli skinned whoever it was on that side. Just Gomez covering, or Canate covering. And then he crossed it and Saka missed the chance. But that was all down to Trent. And that unsettles that Liverpool defence. Yeah. And I, I, this thing of a hybrid rule, I don't buy it. You're, you're either a midfielder or you're a right back. And Did you see Scholes on his Instagram last week? No. Talking about full backs coming into midfield. F off, stay where you are, I'm a midfielder. And there's a lot to be said for it, I think. I, I do find Scholes, and do you know what? He was such an unbelievable footballer. So underrated. He, was, he went about his business in such a lovely way, quiet, you know, and he was... But he had that steel about so him That's the thing. Well. If you had Scholes in midfield, you didn't need you. If, 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 if Scholes is talking about football, you listen. I'm going to listen. Another thing Paul Scholes could teach them Arsenal players is... Humility. I just don't get it. Ah, but <clears throat> See, no, I'm not having it. There's nothing wrong with celebrating a win that keeps you in the title league. And Jamie Carroll, I'm sorry, giving out about Odegaard with the, with the camera. And every time Klopp tears off and celebrates the fans, oh, it's, he's got a great connection with the fans. Not having that at all. There's enough defeat that you should celebrate the great wins. And it was a great win against a team that had one loss but it means in nothing. the league all season. It means nothing. It means they're still in the title race. 
But you, are you celebrating within a race? Yeah. Oh, here, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to enter um, a race uh, now in a few weeks' time. I'm going to celebrate getting into it. No, one. don't believe it. I celebrated like chance. mad when United bet Wolves away from home. Doesn't mean that in the long Fans, like, yeah, but players, you should be focused. Get, get down the tunnel. No. Focus on the next game. Don't agree. Celebrate all you want. It's class. There was a player but, from but, Fulham. But, there was a player from Fulham years ago when they won. He did a full lap of honour. He ran around the pitch. Yeah, that's Fulham. But it was... Still a pointless game, but if he they won, he did it, and it was glorious to see because you should celebrate the wins. No, because I'll tell you this much now: what if Arsenal go out now and lose the West Ham next game? It so puts what? it puts pressure on them. But you there's pressure on them. Like Spurs, Spurs earlier on in the year doing their dance after beating Liverpool, and what? Where are they now? What fifth? But you still have to celebrate. No. Yeah, celebrate. What? And especially in the conditions that we're in, where they knew. No, no. okay. I'm not having we, that. We disagree. I'm looking at that. It's like a, a, a farce, you know. It's it's a it's a, it's a farce. The pressure was they're on in the race. They're not in the race. Arsenal aren't win the league. They're not winning. Now, the league. what I will say is I don't like Arteta. Oh, he's a little. I don't late. mind the players celebrating that way. It's him. Him. Yeah. He he leaves it. I can I can handle the players in the moment you score a goal. Yeah. yeah. But him giving it the whole big one. Listen, he's not. I'm not having him at all. He's not like he. Everyone raving about. It. He spent two hundred million to make Arsenal worse. Yeah. They're not winning the league. Because, first of all... It would be hilarious if they did. They won't. <laughs> there's no chance. Like, there's zero chance of them winning the league. They are not going to go and beat City. They're not. <laughs> they are not going to go to the edge and beat City. No chance. Time will tell. Last game of the season, speaking of the season. Last game of the week, speaking of City. Brentford won, City 3. Mope turning into one the, of the... The, the biggest... Wind up merchants yeah. going. He is getting under everyone's skin. I have to say though, I didn't mind the dar thing. Talking with someone's kids is a bit much. Ah, you don't want that, Robbie. No, that's, no, that's, no. That's Tyrone I, crap. I, I, I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. Like whatever happens in someone's private, leave it, leave it out. Like, yeah. you don't know what's going on. You don't know what Kyle Walker's relationship is with wife, with the girlfriend, yeah, whatever right. else. You don't know. Don't go. The fact that we even know his wife and the girlfriend. But it's it, but I mean. It, like it's just mad that strangers know your business like yeah, that. That's that's it's, the price it, of fame. It's like we talked about Rashford going on the beer. It's fairly sad. But the main story is Foden filling his boots. De Bruyne <laughs> one assist. Haaland one assist. I just can't warm to Foden. He's a brilliant footballer, and I'll give him that. And he's achieved a lot. And he has that kind of tour right quality about him, doesn't he? It just it just look at him like like if you met him in the street he just looks like he's he he should be there hanging around vaping looking ready as if he's gonna <laughs> get someone to buy cans from. More to be admired that he's risen above that. Uh, Flecking with the bonus points there too. He got assist, assist more assist than Anthony assist. this season. <laughs> yeah, I hate that because <laughs> I can't argue with it. <laughs> uh, let's have a quick look at the leagues. <coughs> so in our insta league, the score of the week was quite a frustrating score. Shane Fox. Cobra Kai Havertz with 98 points. Brilliant score. I'd be delighted with it, but you just want to get that century. Yeah. Uh, he got his points from, he had Watkins, Cunha, Haaland. Haaland was captain. He'd Foden, he'd Gross, he'd Trippier. He did well. He'd Palmer on the bench. If he had a started Palmer instead of Gordon, he'd have hit the ton. But a brilliant score nonetheless. Uh, Brian King still top of the table, but the win- lead has been cut oh, this from the 30 the, down to 13 points. This is the panic setting in there. And he's 67, which this week was low. Twitter League, who's top? Twitter League, we have a top is Paul Lavin with 88 points this week. Very good. And he had 88 points with, with no transfers. So that was a very... Uh, Victor Moses, Grass, Andy Ward had 88 as well with zero transfers. So good good scoring there, lads. Yeah. Um, Seamus Murphy, 71. 
Um, not his best week, but um, still still uh, tipping along nicely. Then you had Dave Carroll with 80 points. Buffy's Babe, 74. Uh, Battery Moise, 63. Other notable scores. In Kunku Clock, 94. He, do, was, he does it every once in a while, doesn't he? Yeah, which is a nice score. Yeah, so that was the Twitter League. Then the, the Cash League, the Human Scale one. And do you know what? This is actually a very interesting league. Because I was looking, and between down as far as the top 15, there's less than 100 points in it. And that can easily be made up this season. That's a triple captain. Like, I'm looking there, and I see there, like, um, Batch the Crazy, Golazzo Bielsa. These lads are not out of it. There's no one out of that because anything can happen in that league. Yeah. And you don't know who's played their triple, who's played their wild card, who's played. No, it's a, it's a still so that's a very interesting league for any of the lads because you've paid twenty euro into that league. There's a nice prize pot there, so don't be giving up. That's interesting. Couple of honourable mentions: uh, the We Are Mead versus I Bloody Love Fancy Football podcast. Paddy is making ground. He's only seven points behind David Rispin, so I could be off the bottom of a league. <laughs> uh, your way out ahead. Then Mickey is one two four one. So yeah, and then the last honourable mention of the week, that man Andy Faulkner. Oh. <laughs> you think he's his defence, Ariola one point, Gabriel minus one, Dezazi minus two, Dan Byrne minus one. So from his defence, he's minus it's three. Two. Still ends up with 76 points, one less than me, because he had Foden captain, he would Saka, Douglas Luiz and Watkins. I just can't make up ground in him, because every time no, I think I'm doing well... He accidentally captains Foden. It's just... I, I also have to say, I wanted to bring it up as well. Um, I didn't realise um, that uh, Davy Rusman is an Arsenal fan. Yeah, he's a big Arsenal fan. And the tweet, might he win that not going anywhere? He's right. Arsenal are going nowhere. <laughs> They're going nowhere. They are not going anywhere. They are, you're right, Davy. They are going nowhere. Yeah, that's going to be, that has to be proven, Robbie. Listen, I, I'm telling you now, there's no chance. Let's look forward to next week then. Uh, game week 24. Seven games Saturday, two games Sunday, one game Monday. Starting off, Man City against Everton. Time to load up on your Man City players. I, I imagine Man City will be the most transferred in this week with the double game week coming up the week after. I know, and I still have Ortega. <laughs> so, that's looking like less and less a good decision. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not great. It's a pity from a fantasy football point of view that they're defensively not better. So you could choose between the defenders because the defenders aren't worth having at the moment. No, they're not. They keep conceding. It's a, do you know how many times they've conceded this season with the first shot of the game on target? No. Yeah. 12 times. So 12 times the first shot taken against City. So the concentration is bad. It's, it, they give up. I know. It's, I think it, it looks as if they're giving up. The chances they do give up when they give them up are quite good. They tend to give up really good chances. Well, if you look at it, their highest scoring defender is Kyle Walker. 67 points. Ahead of him, you have Alfie Doughty, Anderson, Shar, Tarkovsky... Michael Lenko, Ben White, Virgil van Dijk, Saliba, then Poro Zinchenko, Alexander. There's a lot of cheaper players ahead of him. And if they were better defensively, you might be trying to choose between John Stones, Oh Kyle yeah, Walker, you, you, you just write them off. Kanji, but you can't. You can't even look at them. So you're looking at three attacking <coughs> or a keeper, yeah. and even the keeper you wouldn't. So you're looking at Phil Foden, now Haaland, then Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. Would you, is that a triple up you'd go for? Possibly Silva. Still, yeah, away from home, he's much better though. Even Doku, but see, there's two. I'm happy enough just with the double up because you just don't know with the triple up that one of them could get dropped. Yeah. Um, Alvarez yeah. Is, is gone off the. Well, 
he was going off the boil, hit two goals when I sold him and then got back on the ball, off the boil. If Salah comes back, would you consider not having Haaland in the team or is he essential? He's not firing all No, he's not the same. You can, I think you can get away with him this yeah. season. Like, look at our team. We're up to... Where are we up to? At the start of the season, we decided that we would have a team without Haaland because Haaland was so dominant last season. Yeah. And this year, we are up to, with that team, 16th in the table without ever having Haaland. He's not the player that... No, or maybe it's the system they're playing, or I know he was injured, but he's, it's an option. Uh, Everton doesn't normally work looking at Brantwaite. No. He wouldn't be putting in Pickford in this. Brantwaite would be on my bench again this week. He's not going to score two games in a row. Oh. Uh, Fulham Bournemouth. Few there, Pereira. Pereira, yeah, but again, I still can't get over out of my head that Fulham are so unfashionable. Yeah, and you can't rely on them. You can't because they score goals, they don't score goals, but no, you just can't have a Fulham player. <laughs> Because you don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, but if they're liable. They could score two assists, two goals, but then they could do nothing. But consistently, yeah, they're not going to. They're not going to yeah. last. Then Bournemouth, you're going to be looking for your sneaky wing back again for the double game week. I might get rid of Tony for Solanke, but Tony has a game week as well. He's so you're not going to get rid of Watkins. Yeah. You're not going to get rid of Haaland. There's an awful lot. And there's an uh, like you can't get rid of Watkins. You can't get rid of Haaland. Do you want to play five midfielders or three forwards? The following week, you've Liverpool have Brentford and have Luton, so you could look at Darwin there. But is he going to play? Them two games, I don't know what we see. You just don't know what the players... Like, I'm hoping Salah's back for the double game week, obviously. Yeah. But we'll know more this weekend. But it's... It, it, there's, there's, I'm going to have to sit down now and do a bit of planning through this to work out when to play our chips. Because your strip strategy is hugely important this time of year. And this is the time to do the work with the double game week coming up. Trying to figure out... Do you play a wild card now? Like, like I am thinking now, if Chelsea beat Villa, that means Chelsea-Arsenal have gone from game week 29, but yeah. Villa stay... So you'd be looking, but at that game with 29, there's only going to be like two or three fixtures. Is that when you use your free hit? Yeah, already. I've used my free hit. But that's what I'm looking at me free hit then. Yeah. So I'd be looking at maybe thinking, if you had it set up that you could do your wild card into game week 24. Next game week? This game no, week? into 25 and have it set up so that you could nearly... But do you think there's enough double game weeks to have your wild card in game week 25? I mean, Brentford, Liverpool... It's a Liverpool City. City. It's Liverpool City and they've two they've two they've nice fixtures. Yeah. And then you see what you could do is you could set that your team up going into double game week twenty eight. And that if you've got double game week twenty eight that you can have your bench boost set up to go into that. True, yeah. Who's in twenty eight? Well you've Bournemouth got Bournemouth Luton. Bournemouth Luton. Bournemouth Sheffield United. That's so you one. could you could still keep your, your good players and then have your bench boost for the Bournemouth Brentford players. But then in, in game week twenty eight you've got City against Liverpool. If that's that's gonna be a, that's a great game. Yeah. Be goals in that. Yeah. That I don't. I think this is the time to do homework. If you're yeah. planning on making a push, this is the homework time. It's just it's just getting your strategies right to see that fella on Twitter, Ben Crallen. He has the what's his name? Sorry, Ben Crallen is it? And he has a good spreadsheet done out saying when the game week's what it's looking likely to be. Yeah. Because game week thirty, the FA Cup semi-finals is another nightmare. See, that's the thing, and that's why I think it's not worth taking your wildcard yet because if you know there's a better double game week coming yeah get your team kind of but the free hit I think is nearly established now that's going to have to be but you see if you know there's a better double game week coming eight, eight weeks down the track you can start mixing getting your team ready for that and then you have your triple captain to consider as well yeah well is Salah worth a triple captain if you know he's fit for game week 26 or the see, thing we don't know I mean at the moment if you had asked everybody at the start of the season, 90% of people would have said they're saving for a double game week with Haaland. Yeah. And it's not really the but way But Brentford are conceding loads of goals. Yeah. And you've got Luton at home. 
for for Hal for Salah. It's what an interesting one. Yeah, get your homework done, folks. Then the, the, the other option is: can you put too much weight on an extra fixture? This is the thing. If there's a crap game with with, say Joe Gomez gets his first goal, nobody has him against Luton, and no one scores that in two points. Yeah, yeah, that's it, and it's gone. There can be too much weight put on the fixtures that you neglect. Like so, a player with one really good fixtures could do much better than someone with two, two fixtures. And it's some, sometimes you have to consider: are you putting too much weight into it? I might go for a balance rather than just loading up completely on double game week players. I might just pick maybe just a selection, just a couple, just to tide me over. Yeah, just so that you don't play it safe enough. <clears throat> Like, have your Hal in for the double game. Like, have a Salah or a Liverpool cover, just in case. Well, if it was found out that Salah was back this weekend, Liverpool Burnley, it's a plum fixture. Like, oh, at home, and them, they, they, they need to... We need to see a response from Liverpool. Well, if Liverpool... If Salah's fit, and you have a transfer, like, I think Conor Bradley will be back after his dad's passing, mm. who I think will start. I think he's, he's, he's going to go into that team. But then Robertson is back as well. If Salah was back and you could take a chance on Nunes, because I don't think somebody else you could take a chance on in that forward line. That way you have the two of them for the week. Well, I'm looking, okay? Yeah. Now, I could quite easily hear, depending, I want to hear, we'll hear more team news as the week goes on. Yeah. I have a straight swap to bring Salah in for Elise. Even the funds for that? Yeah. I've kept the funds. My issue is then that if Salah doesn't play, my other two subs are Lachelle's, Gordon and Archer. And Archer is playing um, Luton. Luton, which isn't a bad fixture, but he's lost his place. Yeah, That's the only thing. So what I'm looking at doing is, I might get rid of Gordon. And let him, this, is, this is what kills me. The fact that I brought Gordon and Elise in, the two of them are injured now. Is Gordon out? Well, he always plays like so, but he went off with a boot. Now, it's saying it's an ankle injury. So Watch I look this at, space, really. But is it worth taking a risk? Because it's like trying to catch that. If Salah, you'll know from Klopp's interview, You'll know with the tweet. So I'm going to wait and see. If Salah's fit, I'm going to take a chance. Yeah. Captain? Home to Burnley. City home to Everton. Holland. You're going for your differential. Yeah. Yeah. But it's... It's a plum fixture. It really is. You just hope he is fit for it. I don't think he will be. No. In some ways, I just hope we we know either way. At least you can make a decision then. Next game is Luton against Sheffield United. We kind of touched on it. Avi Gauti. Adebayo. Adebayo, yeah, the Luton, who we, none of us thought would be options, are options all of a sudden. They are. Uh, uh, what's it, Carl Norris's or? Yeah, and there was, was there three own goals in this game the last time? In the, in the, and Luton won it. What about Ollie McBurney? Ollie McBurney, no, I, I won't go near any from Sheffield. No, definitely not. They're doomed. Spurs, Brighton, Richarlison. Son is back. Will that put the knockers on Richarlison? Well, you can't bring Son in because they've got a blank game week 26. Yeah, but will he affect Richarlison, is what I'm saying. I see everybody bigging up, why do you not have Richarlison now? What, he seems to thrive being the main man. And when yeah. Son is there, he's not the main no, man. No, I think you're right, yeah. Mm. Like, but, but then is Son going to play the left, Richarlison up top? I think it just detracts away from Richarlison's self, but you, but remember, sense of self-importance, which is pretty big. No, but, but it was when Richarlison went to that centre-forward spot, when Son was playing the centre forward spot and Rashford out, or Richarlis was out of the team. So I think Son's going to go back on the left because uh, Kulisewski seems to be a little bit out of favour. You're going to have Madison throwing darts from <laughs> be, be, behind Richarlis. I think it's you're not going to bring in Son straight away. No. I'm not going to bring in Richarlis. But if he, if he keeps going up until the double game week, he's definitely going to look at afterwards. Yeah. Um, but then it's against Brighton who you don't know what the hell is going to happen. They could lose 4 0, they could win 4 0. This is it. It's impossible with Brighton. And we said about Deserby Roulette at the start. It's Brighton Roulette. Like, I, I, like I'm giving Paro one more chance. What, if he doesn't deliver a goal? 
Well, if with the blank game be coming up, yeah. you know, I've no it's reason to vote. Risk, yeah. uh, Wolves, Brentford. Cunha here is tempting me. What price is he? Cunha is, he's not that dear. He's like five points something, I think. So is your third option to bring in, like if you, like I have Tony there. If I wanted to clear up a few funds to get Salah back in. He's 5.7. Yeah. Like he is someone that I, I, I could definitely consider. Like, But you know this, is, again, it's chasing last week's points. That's it. And there's a danger there. But he has been consistent. Yeah. Like he hit a five game streak there, I think a month and a half ago where he was going every week. Uh, Forest, Newcastle. Again, Newcastle are a bit, a bit all over the place. Trippier yeah. back in form. Anthony Gordon gone. We just don't know. No, other than that, you're not looking at it. Like, you could bring in Fabian Cherry. He's not going to score two goals again. You could bring in whoever you want. Trippier is the only one, really. Sunday, West Ham, Arsenal. Will West Ham show a bit after their uh, embarrassing... Well, no. Uh, it's, after it's, their defeat, It's hundred. just set up perfectly, isn't it? West Ham on a downward. No one giving them a chance to beat Arsenal. And Arsenal <laughs> just look like bigger ages. Would you back it? Of course it's going to happen. And it just you'll see Lego head standing there. Oh, like, you know, off you go there. I have to say it would be very funny if you're approved right it, it would be hilarious but like I think Arsenal did them I think they'll beat them to be honest with you it's very very hard to look past City now I think them. Robbie this anti-Arsenal thing you could have could be to do with one they lost to Liverpool and two you feel stupid for getting rid of Saka no okay I'll tell you what it is I lived in London around the time of the Invincibles. Okay. I was lucky enough to get to see the Invincibles play a couple okay. of times. Right, I've seen Vieira, I've seen Henri, Lundberg, Perez. What a team. Okay. Edo, Gilberto Silva. They were an amazing team, right? Do you think, imagine Patrick Vieira. They just walk off, it would be like, yeah, we beat you. Like, they should be thinking, their mentality should be, we're better than you. Not this celebrating that it was a big win. It's, it's, like, it's like swatting away a fly. That's the way they would have carried on. You've seen, even when Arsenal and Man United, them great teams played each other. If they won, it was like, yeah, we won. That's it. It's only a game. Now hold on. But there was no I big... I remember sm- Ryan Giggs literally <laughs> ripping his top off, swinging it through the air, the hairy chest but out, that was because celebrating it, with the fans. Yeah, that was because they knew they were getting to a final to play a rubbish Newcastle game. they still team. bet they're big rivals and the impact it had no, on the season. They knew the if they had lost that game... They wouldn't have gone on and won the treble. No, that, that game was the yeah, winner of the treble. That was a huge, exactly. Yeah. If Arsenal go on and win the league, you can look. It's it's it, it's what happens next. If they lose on Sunday, I'll say fair enough. Robbie was right. If they go out and beat them and go on a run, I'll say Robbie was wrong. You're yeah. you're talking here as if Arsenal have a chance of winning the league. <laughs> Man United, when Giggs scored that goal, we're going to a final against Newcastle. They were going to roll over and have belly stickers. That was a Man United team who was a winning machine. This Arsenal team haven't won anything. Okay. They well won a community shield. But you have to start somewhere. No chance. Listen. Okay, well, let me put it this way then. <laughs> United played in 92-93 against Sheffield Wednesday. Scored two injury time goals from Steve Bruce. And the Ferguson ran out of the pitch. Yeah, they won the league. That was the win of the league. Yeah, but there were still games to go before there was, the end There was that. one game to go. That was the win of the league. They, that, no, that was actually was the win of the league. That game won them the league. No, it didn't. Steve Bruce got two goals. Yeah, but that didn't win them the it, league. They, they still did. had four or five games after that. No, they didn't. Of course they did. Who's the United fan here? That was the one that won the league. Brian Kidd and Alex Ferguson yeah, ran onto the field. Actually, it didn't. They had games after that. They didn't win the league till Villa lost on the up. Sunday. And United, but Villa lost on the Sunday against Oldham. United won on the Monday night, but they'd already won the league. They won 3-1. They went 1-0 down. Gary Palace even scored. Robbie, so, I'm sorry, but... So, so they bet Sheffield Wednesday. And, and then, then they had more games. Did one game left to win they, the league. Let's Google it. Let's take a look one game left to they win the league. They did more. But it wasn't 15 games to go. And it wasn't... No, it, it wasn't 15 <laughs> games to go. But they, they didn't have to league one. It was what it symbolised. It was the spirit and the beating and thinking they were lost but to come back. But Arsenal win symbolises nothing. 
Like, like their main rivals should be City, not Liverpool. But Liverpool are top of the league only <coughs> beaten once. No, I'm not having it at all. Like, honestly, the, Henri Vieira will be looking at that going, what are you doing? Yeah, but they're two of the greats. But this is this is what, like... Oh, I just... So Robbie, they had one, two, three, four, five, six games after that. And when did they win the league? Uh, they won the league five games after that. Did they? Yeah. They played Sheffield Wednesday, then they played Coventry, Chelsea, Palace, and then they were got the title on, against Blackburn. So the best Sheffield Wednesday. Robbie, I was obsessed with football at this stage. There was no way I was getting this wrong. But... Okay, and I'll give you, it wasn't 15 games to go. Yeah. But there were moments in that season when they bet, I don't know, when they bet Wimbledon, they went 1-0 down, I think, and then Cantona scored that goal and Dennis Irwin scored that goal. Like, games can mean a massive amount to the... And this could go on to be the Arsenal. Why are we spending so much time talking no, about but, Arsenal? But, but the thing with it, it's not. Because it's not. Because you don't celebrate in February. You don't. And you don't carry on like that the way Arteta carried on. You seem to remember Jurgen Klopp celebrating a two-all draw against West Brom by bringing the fans all down in front of Anfield. But no, do you, do you know that there was a whole psychological? That was the start of his reign. I do you not think this is the same? No, it's completely different. But they're trying to do it the same. No, it's completely different. I don't know, Robbie. I think you're being very, very harsh on a team celebrating no. a big win against one of the big rivals. It's, it's small time. It's Let's small move on. Too much Arsenal talk. Uh, Aston Villa against Man United. This could be a cracker. That's a, that's looks like a good game, yeah. Yeah, and United are on a good run, but this would be a test of their of their a good test for Man United. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Watkins again. You've Moreno. I have Rashford. And again, you think you're bringing Rashford, wouldn't you bring Hoyland? But retrospect, the two of them have had a good game. Uh, will you watch it? I will. Look forward to football this weekend. Yeah. Then Monday night, Crystal Palace against Chelsea. Not a great game to be looking at. It could be a great game to watch, but not for fancy football players. No. Like you have your your Palmer, Cole Palmer. That's, that's it. The height of it. Like I was, it's a pity Olise is going to be injured, but because that's a game for yeah. him. Um, no, nice game, good game week to to look forward to. So right now, if you're picking your captain, you picking Hammond before you do any transfers. Richarlison, would you be tempted? I'm tempted by Richarlison, but you he can't keep scoring, can he? But it, as you're talking about going a little bit off piece, you're, you're trying to get the differentials. I yeah. imagine most people captain Hammond. I'm looking at KDB. Really? Yeah. But yeah, it's just, just looking like you could chance Watkins at home to Man United. You could. I'd, I'd, oh, that'd kill me. I'd say it'd be a good few captain of Odin, but he'd hardly do it twice, would he? See, this is it. It's chasing yeah. answers point. I'll see who I, if I transfer, I could do a big transfer in looking for a captain. But it, it it's definitely, I, I, I just have to sit down and plan out me the next couple of game weeks because with this double game weeks and everything yeah. else. This is the week to do homework, lads. Yeah. Um, I am off now until Tuesday it's my good lady's big birthday this weekend so we took some time off so she'll be off getting hair done and makeup done and who knows what not done so I'll have a bit of time to study it um, I will not get to watch the matches on Sunday because Sunday is her birthday and we're going to Dublin we're going to wine and dine ourselves um, I will try not to watch my phone but she knows me well enough to know that I will be keeping an eye on the score sneaking out to the toilet also going to Dublin what's happening on Sunday? Rugby NFL no, rugby. The Taylor Swift Super Bowl. No, I know that. I won't be watching that either for the first time in a while. But the rugby Ireland... What do you think? Is Usher, is, is Usher going to bring Taylor Swift on at halftime? Well, she's in Tokyo today or Singapore or something. Oh, she's, she's back. Do you, do you not hear... The, do you to not be hear, honest, I don't care. Do you not hear the big conspiracy theory? No. That the Democrats, Joe Biden, oh, yeah, want the, Taylor Swift to come on at halftime and go, go and Biden. And endorse him, yeah. It's... Um, 
Only in America. Do well, like NFL will be fairly Republican heavy, so that wouldn't go down too well. Yeah. Um, what's your plan for the weekend? Nothing. I'm gonna sit and enjoy. If there's a bit of football on. I'm just gonna watch the football. Gonna watch the rugby now. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal and rugby. Things rugby detests. <laughs> and uh, do you know what I used to love Arsenal? I used to love going to watch them. It was always there was a lot of it in London, and he used to if he had, he had a season ticket, if you ever had a spare one, he'd give me a shout. And like so, we get a call. Do you want to go to the game? Yeah, absolutely. Here's my dig. You saw a lot of draws that season. I did, but I saw a lot of <laughs> Thierry Henry score a hat trick in the old high green the clock end. Uh, it was always a great day out. Yeah. And oh, how the mighty have fallen! Right, that is us for this game week. Uh, oh, actually, we got too carried away last week. We never either asked or answered our questions. Oh, bone to pick with yes, you. Yes, and I was. I made a comment last week. That no defender had ever scored a hat trick in the Premier League. Well, and I will say I was right, but we did have somebody get in touch with us. Who was it? Seamus Murphy. He said Steve Watson scored a hat trick, and he did, but he had been moved to an attacking midfielder role at that stage. Still classed as a defender. But not as if he was in fancy football, he would have been moved to an attacking form. Has won the league. I, I think you owe Seamus Murphy an apology. Seamus, you're technically right, but you're technically wrong. No, so we call it 50 50. The question from a couple weeks ago was what. <laughs> player has won the league with two different teams without ever having played a minute and the answer is Mark Schwarzer for Leicester and Chelsea he was the sub keeper um, a lot of people guess Scott Carson but I don't think he won it twice uh, this week's question Cobby Maynou after coming on the scene he scored a goal he's only 19 but I'm going to ask there's four answers here who are the youngest goal scorers in the Premier League for Man United Man City Liverpool and Arsenal so who's the youngest ever Premier League goal scorer for Man City, Man United, Arsenal and Liverpool? Some of these are pretty obvious. Some of them are tough. So have a think about it. Give us your answer on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Reach out and let us know who you think they are. Uh, anything else from you, Robbie? No, that's it. Looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, me too. Uh, enjoy, folks. Enjoy the rugby, if that's your thing. The Super Bowl, if that's your thing. But most of all, enjoy the football. And may you get many little green owls. Take care. Bye-bye.